Today, my guest is going to be Michael Consoli. Michael Consoli is a top producing travel agent. He's also a top global producer for Viking Cruises. Um, he's taken some time to join me on my 10 questions with him. Um, thanks. So this is something new. I think it's great to sit down in this trying time that we're all having um, and get to know people a little bit better. Hi, Michael. How are you today? Hi, John. Good. Thanks. How are you? Good. Thank you again for taking the time to join me on 10 questions. Uh, with with you, uh, where we can get to know you a little bit better and uh, ask you about some of the most, uh, obviously, what we're both passionate about, which is travel. Yeah. Uh, can you tell me a little about yourself, uh, just to let the audience know, uh, how did you become passionate with travel? How did you, how did travel become your business? And uh, also, how can people get a hold of you uh, with, you know, um, as a travel agent? Yeah, so um, I started in the business about 18 years ago after going on a cruise that I just fell in love with. And um, I got into the business because I love travel. And my experience with cruising was re just really making me gravitate towards doing it um, and selling travel full time. So I started about 18 years ago and since then have been named uh, the top global producer for Viking, number one luxury agent in the country, number one river cruise agent in the country. Uh, so I I've won a lot of awards, but um, I'm very motivated by helping my clients find the perfect fit for their trips. So, and uh, people can reach me at michael at planmycruise.com. They can visit my website at planmycruise.com or by phone at 800-913-7245. So what do you think makes a top travel agent? I mean, it's, it's really subjective. I'm sure everybody thinks they're the best, but what actually, in your opinion, what, what is the best? What do you strive to do as a top agent? I really strive to bring my clients, you know, new experiences and, um, you know, having traveled, I, I stopped counting two years ago, having traveled on over 150 cruises, um, I really bring, you know, firsthand experience to my clients, being able to tell them about the destinations they're going to visit or be able to tell them specific things about the ships that they're going to be on, that type of thing. So I think it's really important to help the guests, um, you know, find the right fit for my, what might work for them. So not everybody is a Viking guest. Not everybody is a Royal Caribbean guest. Not everybody is, you know, wants to be on Regent Seven Seas. Everybody's different and their needs are different and their, their the goals for their vacation are different. And my job is to help them find the right fit. Great. So we're gonna get into our 10 questions here. Um, so when was your first cruise and how many have you been on now? I think you covered that, but if you wanna, yeah. you know, so when, when was your first cruise? Well, I think my first cruise was actually uh, after I graduated from high school. It was on the Dolphin Lines. It was a Bahamas cruise. But um, the first one that I'm, that I'm not embarrassed to tell people about, I think, was a Disney cruise. It was um, on the Disney Wonder. Uh, it was a four-day a four cruise uh, about 20 years ago. And I really, really loved it. So, yeah. And so what made you fall in love with cruise travel? Um, I just like the being able to see multiple destinations without having to pack and unpack and, you know, being able to take advantage of the amenities on board the ship, going to the spa, the casino, all of that stuff, just the freedom that 
cruising provides and letting every, you know, every, again, everybody's different so that there's something for everybody on a cruise ship. And as what is your favorite port of call and why? Mm, that's a tough one because I probably have several, but I have to say that any port of call in Italy is probably my favorite just because I, I, I love Italy. Yeah. I have not been to Italy. Yeah. So uh, what, 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 what should I, what should I, why should I go to Italy tomorrow, Michael? Yeah. Oh, well, not tomorrow, but sometime in the near future, right? I would recommend at least getting to Venice and Florence and Rome and just seeing the differences, just the differences that they offer and the foods that they offer in the different parts of Italy and, and um, you know, the getting, the getting to take in the different culture. But it's a beautiful part of the world. I could spend, you know, many, many years in Italy. I have been to many of the ports in Italy several, several times. So, yeah. Is it hard to get to Italy? I mean, I, I know some of the ports, you know, or not the ports, but is it hard to travel to Italy sometimes? I mean, like if somebody says you really got to take a lot of like an hour drive and, you know, in the inwards or. Uh, oh my gosh. I mean, it seems like there, it might be um, difficult because like, you know, the port from Civitavecchia to Rome is about 90 minutes away, but you know, it's so, such a beautiful drive. It goes by very quickly. And, you know, you can take a, you can take trains all over Italy. Um, you know, it's very easy to get from Venice to Rome and Rome to Florence and all of that. Um, so whether you're doing it on land or by cruise ship, um, you know, you really can see a lot of it. And uh, many times we help guests, you know, plan a post or a pre-trip that lets them tour through Italy before they start their Mediterranean cruise. And that's something that um, my clients have really enjoyed doing. Okay. So picture this here. You run into someone who says they will never cruise, insert excuse, right? Right. Uh, what would you tell them? Oh, well, I mean, it would depend on the excuse, but um, I, you know, many times I can help them overcome that objection pretty quickly. Um, you know, I just think that there's so much out there for people with cruising and it really gives a lot of versatility to a vacation. And I mean, if anybody has done a land trip, which are wonderful, I mean, you know, but you get on a bus, you get, you know, you pack your stuff, you stay in a hotel for two nights, you pack your stuff, you get on another motor coach, then you, you know, unpack your stuff, you stay in for two nights. I mean, there's a cruise just lets you enjoy the entire time that you're on vacation you know a lot of clients only have four five seven days not everybody has 12 days of vacation right so like being able to pack and unpack once is going to make all the difference in the world to somebody on a seven-day trip for sure i know and people take these land you know vacations and they spend two to three days just driving from you know one part of the united states to the other part and then they have to go from hotel to hotel and all the expenses i mean they, it's, it's so expensive um, so, you know, I hear all the time people saying, oh, you know, I get seasick, my wife, you know, my husband's claustrophobic, um, you know, and they, but they don't really realize the scale of yeah. the modern day ships. I mean, they're just huge. I mean, even the Viking ship, you know, is, is very large. Yeah. Most people that say something about seasickness to me, I usually ask them, you know, do you get motion sickness on a plane? Do you get motion sickness in a car? Because that's going to be a really good gauge for somebody, whether they're going to have motion sickness on a ship, because a ship is very different than a, you know, a fishing boat that somebody has been on, you know, and that's most of the experience that 
people who have not cruised have had, they'll say, oh, well, you know, we went on this fishing trip and we got really seasick. Well, most people get seasick on a fishing boat. I mean, you know, that's not unusual, but these ships have state-of-the-art stabilizers. You know, they, they have all the technology to keep them as, you know, motion sensitive as possible. And, um, you know, it's, it's usually pretty un, unusual for somebody um, who does not get motion sickness in a car or on a plane to have motion sickness on a, on a ship. So um, especially some of these huge ships, like the Royal Caribbean ships, it's a floating city. I mean, you can almost hardly even tell that it's moving. So um, yeah, it's, it's unusual that um, somebody would have, uh, you know, motion sickness that wouldn't experience it in a car or on a plane. And I have to say that was the best answer on that question I've ever heard ever because that totally was perfect. Uh, yeah, I like that. So I'll definitely tell, pass that on because people ask me all the time. And uh, I've tried to say, well, it's not like a fishing vessel, you know, but, but that was perfect. So I'll definitely use that. I hope everybody else will too. Uh, okay, so Michael, we're gonna have to get serious here now. Your life on earth is coming to an end. You taking your last cruise. Can you describe it to me? Um, it's going to be on a smaller ship because I really like, I enjoy small ships. So something 900 passengers or less. And I would love for it to be um, an around the world cruise because if it's my last few days on earth, I would like for it to be my last 100 days on earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a great answer. So, all right. So now we've gotten past that. We have to celebrate Michael. Uh, what is your favorite drink to order on a cruise? Um, anything with ice. I don't like hot drinks. So no, um, uh, I, I probably, I'm not a huge drinker. So I, I really am more of a, like a frozen drink kind of person because that's something that I don't usually get to have at home. So anything like that would be good for me. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, uh, it can be, you know, high octane or low octane. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's just, it's a beverage. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Okay. Imagine you could order or and get delivered. So we're we're home right now. We're gonna get on your favorite meal ordering system here. And uh, imagine you could order uh, some cruise line food, your favorite cruise line food, and get it delivered to your front door in a little while. What would you order? What would your order include? It can be vast, you know, because you can get on those those uh, apps and you could order from this restaurant and that restaurant. So we can actually do all kinds of things. So let your mind. Uh, this is a very easy question for me. Just so okay. you know. I would have the salad from the Central Park, Park Cafe on Royal Caribbean. Okay. I would have the the uh, the ribeye from Manfredi's on uh, the Viking Ocean product, and I would um, have the chocolate souffle from um, the Celebrity Ship. Those those would be the three things that I would order for sure. And uh, so now what is the salad at Central Park? Is there a name? Of, is there more than salad name to it? Or is, like, is there a specific salad? No, the, 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 the Central Park Cafe has like a Doc Greens. It's like a Doc Greens or a salad place where they like a toss where they, they, they take everything and that you choose and they toss it in a salad and then hand it to you in the bowl. Yeah, it's, okay. always, it's always awesome, especially with the roast beef sandwich that they serve there they have that i don't know if you're aware of that but they serve this roast beef sandwich there that is just everybody on you know all the discussion boards go crazy over so but if uber eats delivered from the cruise ships those are what that's what i would order i think we need to start another business <laughs> <laughs> that's like so magical thing it's like hmm, what can we do today that's great right. cruise line ordering app. 
<laughs> so, okay. So um, thank you for the clarification on that. Cause I've never been on Oasis class ship. I don't know what's wrong with me. I've uh, it just hasn't happened yet. So yeah. uh, there's always retirement, I guess one day down the road here. I don't know of some type first retirement. So what do you, um, so what port do you choose to stay on the ship in? I know people don't want to talk about this and why, and what do you do when you're not, you know, uh, on port? So what do I do on board the ship when I'm not in port? No, so, uh, I'll rephrase that. So we'll strike that first thing. So retake it. Uh, what port do you choose to actually skip and stay on the ship? Uh, well, I mean, I love going on cruises in the Caribbean because they're very they're very convenient for us. But uh, you know, having done over 150 cruises, I've been to most of the Caribbean. So sometimes I'll skip the ports you know that I've been too many times, like Cancun or you know something like that, Cozumel, um, you know that type of thing. So yeah, for sure. Is there one that you're like, yeah, just skip it? Anyone that usually is a tender port. (laughs) (laughs) Not my favorite. But I'll say that, you know, some of these ships nowadays, like the Celebrity Edge and the Celebrity Apex that have this amazing tendering process with uh, with the magic carpet that lowers down and there's it makes it very easy they have airplane seats and air-conditioned boats and you know the the television screens that are going to tell you about what you're going to see in port i mean that i would not miss but i do not my my least favorite ports are probably tender ports but there are no bad ports on a cruise in my opinion <laughs> yeah, they've really changed a lot i mean so much has got used to be used to really to be an adventure to tender in and now a lot of a lot of the ports have uh appears you know so many that didn't before do now so it's really gotten easier for everybody yeah uh, okay so do you have a big money saving tip when it comes to cruising yeah i mean really if you want to save money on a cruise you need to work with a travel agent an educated you know qualified travel agent is going to be able to help you find the best savings on any cruise that you go on, whether it's a savings that they offer exclusively or to help take advantage of all the offers that the cruise line's offering. And the best way to save money is to work with a qualified agent for sure. Now, um, once upon a time, I sold cruises for like a minute and I was surprised uh, that, you know, if you're just a little flexible uh, and so I just wanted to kind of deep dive a little deeper to your answer. Uh, just see if this, if you agree with me on this or not, and maybe we can expand for people, you know, because, you know, on this question is if you, if you were just, if you were a book, could book a, uh, what's the word, um, guaranteed category stateroom, right? You could save like a hundred dollars per person. I think. Yeah. If you are flexible and you don't have, you know, if you're flexible in your dates and you're flexible in your itinerary and you're flexible in the type of um, cabin you have, even if it's, I want to have a balcony cabin, but you don't have to be midship. You don't have to be on deck nine. If you're flexible with that, those are some really easy ways to save money on a cruise. Uh, You know, the, the, um, but there are also like several other ways, like you know, resident rates of cert- for certain states, military rates, you know, senior rates, those types of things that an agent's going to be able to help you find that you won't necessarily see online. And the senior rate was like huge, wasn't it? Like it's pretty significant. If you're not, if you're over fifty-five, you need to be on a cruise ship. I'm telling you right now. Especially I mean, like November, December. I mean, if there's not a vacation, if there's not a holiday going on from. Pretty much September to September through December. If there's not a holiday, if, if your cruise doesn't fall on a holiday, you need to be on that ship and for almost nothing. Like yeah, 
you really can. And if you can go, I mean, the cruise lines have moved away from these last minute deals, to be honest with you. So, you know, with some of the, the offers that are uh, some of the cruise lines, you know, we can guarantee the lowest price as early as, you know, 18 months out uh, because we're able to get them the lowest price and then maintain that price um, by making sure that um, we watch the pricing. So specifically, we have software that we're able that actually monitors our clients pricing. And we're able to I come in in the morning, and there's a report that says, hey, this person's price has gone down, and we're able to make sure they get the best price. So and it follows the price from the moment they book to the moment that they get on board the ship. So it's, it's pretty helpful in making sure that our clients save money on their cruise. That is awesome. I, yeah, I, sure, I think we talked about that in the past in another podcast uh, about you know, following rates, but I didn't know they had fancy stuff like that. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go. So uh, also, how uh, how effective are group rates? Because I know people say, well, how do I get these perks and cocktail, you know, all these special perks? Can you do that with being flexible with a group? You, whereas you can be get booked, an agent can book someone in a group and they don't even know it. Dude. Yeah. No. Luckily for us, we have, oh, gosh, thousands of groups on different cruise ships that um, we're able to book people into. And that means that somebody doesn't necessarily have to be a part of the group. In other words, it's just a what we call a prospective pricing group where we're just taking the group space to take advantage of the great pricing and be able to offer it to our clients. And the clients aren't even necessarily gonna know that they're a part of a group, um, you know, and they're gonna get the amenities of the group that, you know, the extra bottle of wine, the extra onboard credit, that type of thing. Um, in addition to the great savings. So yeah, it's definitely a, one of the ways that we we are able to help our clients find the best rates is with some of our group pricing. Yeah, and just to, just from my perspective, so Michael had said that you can get a pricing maybe 18 months out. Well, that this group particular group could be a family, it could be a, another big organization. They locked in that group rate 18 months out or a year out or whatever, and then you come in six months before the cruise and you go to Michael and you say, hey, I'm really flexible. He could book you in that group rate you can get all these fancy amenities. You can get the 18 month out price that locks in that, that locked in that rate for all that time. And boom, you, you are, you've got this amazing value all for being flexible. And uh, is that we on point with that? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. We're able to save people hundreds of dollars. I mean, we have group rates for all the holidays right now that are six, $700 less than the cruise lines current pricing. So that's, that's exactly what I wanted to, you know, just circle around with this as far as I spent some time on this question, because people don't realize that if you're flexible and if you work with an agent and you ask these questions about guaranteed cabins and group space, a lot of people don't ask these questions, right? It's just two simple questions and you can save a lot of money. That's uh, true. So enough about that. Um, so now we're to question number 10. I know we covered a lot. This is called the lightning round. I hope you're ready. Okay. I'm ready. So I'm just going to, I'm going to ask you uh, two things. It's just going to be uh, like a, if or if or this or that. Okay? okay. So buffet or main dining room, main dining room, drink package or pay as you go drink package. Specialty restaurants or stay with included stuff? Specialty restaurants. Inside cabin or balcony? Balcony. Private table for two or a big table to meet everyone? Hmm, toughy. Um, a little bit of both. And you got to pick one or the other. All right, table for two. <laughs> <laughs> so comedy show or production show? Production show. One man band or the piano bar? Uh, piano bar. Watch the sunrise or just sleep in? I'm um, definitely a watch the sunrise person. 
Okay. Thank you. So one more last final thought. Sure. Describe what cruising means to you in one word. Um, relaxation. Excellent. Yeah. He is Michael Consoli, top global producer of Viking Cruises. Michael, could you tell everybody how to get a hold of you if they want to book an amazing lifetime vacation? Yeah, they can reach me at 800-913-7245 or at michael at planmycruise.com. Wonderful. Michael, be safe. I hope we'll all be cruising again soon. And thank you for taking the time. Hey, thanks for having me. Have a great day. You too. Okay, folks, that's going to do it for this edition of the Cruise X Talk Show. Until we meet again.